Hello, Jemish Fam listeners. Welcome to the New Year's Eve special of Late Nights. This was from New Year's Eve 2013, uh, going over to 2014. And what happened was I would get two bottles of vodka, take it to a New Year's Eve party with two camp chairs and one microphone attached to my iPhone. And every half hour I would have a shot of vodka and I would try and find people to interview throughout the night and try and stay in control as best as possible. Uh, Obviously, that doesn't work. The theme of the uh, night was hashtag NYE and control. You hear me say that a lot probably during the podcast. Um, But basically, to keep you up with the pace of the night, uh, whenever you hear a piano trinkle like this, that means I've taken a shot. So, you know... Um, you can keep track of how much I've drunk and you can be the judge if I managed to stay NYE in control last New Year's Eve. Um, maybe we have to do this next New Year's Eve. It was quite fun. Um, I'll have to have some more interesting questions prepared next time. Uh, anyway, enjoy. New NYE in control hashtag. Here we go. Um, yes, 5.30pm, um, you know, 8 plus GMT or whatever, wherever Perth is on the world scale, pouring the first shot. This is going to be weird. There we go. Now, let's knock it back to a good New Year's Eve. NYE and control hashtag. Question, would you like to see a movie with, like, Paul Hogan, like, set now, and a bunch of old dudes, and, like, they, you know, they don't have wives or anything, and they live in a small town, so they organise a debutante's ball for the, the old guys to come along and get young girls to um, turn up and dance with them. Yeah, that could be a great Australian comedy, I'm sure, that underperforms at the box office. Um, okay, 7 p.m. shot, let's go. Okay, I spilt most of that over the uh, recording equipment. Oh. Okay, Miss Essentials, that's better. Yes, yeah, so every half an hour my phone rings with uh, Rock and Robin by Michael Jackson, you know, pre child assault um, alleged stations. I don't even know what's the status of his legacy now. I'm, I'm just trying not to be controversial, saying this is the young Michael Jackson that I'm listening to. There's the alarm, you know. Don't want to, you know, create controversy on NYE and control. Um, broadcasting to the world. Okay, 8 p.m. NYE and control hashtag. Uh, this is James speaking. Um, tune in 8 p.m. Just arrived at the party, just sat down. Gonna have a shot then. You know, be social. I'm gonna have a shot now. Okay. Hello, uh, this is uh, NYE in control, hashtag, this is James's NYE, um, I'm at 9.30pm, I'm about to have my shot, oh yeah, joined with me, I have, for your amusement, Matt, he's been on Jimmerish Fan before, um, Matt, uh, you live in Sydney, you're in Perth for your holidays, You've got New Year's Eve here. It's already New Year's. 
Even Sydney. Do you have any wishes to send out to the internet? Oh, wishes for the internet? Well, what more could I wish for, James? I mean, really, I'm sitting here at a fabulous party with the coolest person here and being interviewed on your fabulous radio program. I have an enormously big drink in my hand and, you know, I'm just, I'm just reveling in the fact that I'm at the hippest party in Perth. Awesome. Name a top five highlight from 2013. A top five highlight from 2013. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's been a very big year, but not so much for me. I think, you know, all my friends telling me that they're going to be having babies and or entering into matrimonial commitment has been my highlight of 2013. It's been a big year for announcements. Where, uh, well, you, we were turning 29. You've just turned 30. Everyone's trying to squeeze their uh, marriages and babies under the deadline before they turn 30, so it's crazy here. Um, I've got a wedding in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, we've just, I just found out someone's pregnant last week. Um, it's, you know, it's going nuts. Uh, do you plan on uh, uh, tying the knot in the next year, Matt? Well, no, I don't. I'm committed to never marrying because I don't believe in the institution. However, I do, of course, believe it's a very personal preference, a personal choice, and I support any of my friends who choose to enter into it. Um, but, you know, I, 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 don't feel that, um, I don't feel that people need to necessarily do it before their 30s, so I... I, I, and, and in my personal view, I don't feel the need to subscribe to such heteronormative sort of um, heteronormative institutions. Uh, so you wouldn't get married, but would you have a wedding or some sort of party celebrate a relationship? Well, you know, I, 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 I do have to... I am obligated to return to Perth for these sort of nuptials. And in the case of my dearest and oldest friends, I, I want to come and I want to celebrate these things. But what I'm very excited about it is that in the near future, two friends of mine who've been in a de facto relationship for coming up 10 years have decided that in place of a wedding, they're just going to have a fuck-off huge party to celebrate 10 years of a successful relationship. So I'm very much looking forward to returning to Perth for that celebration. Sounds great. I, uh, I, I want to get married every week just for an excuse for a party, you know. Um, so that's it. We'll uh, get back to you at 10 p.m. Okay, guys, it's 10 p.m. N-Y-E-N control. Hashtag. This is James's and New Year's Eve. I'm just still sitting in my chair. I've got Trin in the seat next to me. How you going, Trin? What was your highlight of 2013? Uh, highlight of 2013 was definitely getting engaged to my partner. Um, we went away to America in January, and uh, I popped the question, and lucky me, she said yes. Wow, that's a year ago. That's crazy. It feels that that makes me feel good because it feels longer than a year you guys have been since you guys have been engaged. Most most of the time, it's like, oh, it was only like two months ago that you did that. No. Um, so I'm glad that is so, but the big wedding's coming up. Are you nervous? A uh, little bit. The, probably the biggest thing for me, we're a few weeks out. Most of it's, you know, really organised. There's only a couple of very small things to do now. Um, but 
I just want people to have a good time. That's kind of my biggest fear at the moment is that we'll put on a, a party, more or less, for, for all our guests and maybe they won't like the food or you know, there's not the right beer for the guys to drink or the wine's no good for the wine aficionados, all those sorts of things. Or they, you know, that they think that the decorations are a bit naff. I don't know. You know, people usually really look forward to weddings. They're a great occasion. I'm sure it'll be fine, but there's a small part of me that sort of thinks maybe we're not doing it right for all our guests. I, I used to have a saying that's uh, the five Ds or something. It was like... Uh, have drinks, have dance music, have a damn good time. That's all you need, something like that. Well, yeah, you can obviously cut it down to those three Ds. Um, hopefully, we've got those. I think there was five Ds at some point. I've lost them. We, I'm sure we can find the next two Ds somewhere. Somewhere We'll find two Ds somewhere. But, look, drinks we've got, dance music I'm really working on, really going into some old archival stuff, some prints... Some cool in the gang, that kind of stuff. Just try, really trying to get the the uh, the guests onto the dance floor so that we can just have a good time. Now, some people would be like, "Oh, Trin, it's your last New Year's Eve as a a single guy. Uh, do you even consider yourself single at this point? I mean, I mean, obviously you're engaged, but um, no, I don't." Yeah, I don't consider myself single. And I haven't considered myself single for a while, I suppose, because I've just felt that I'm in a committed relationship and, you know, obviously that means that you're you're off limits, but it's not like that's even an effort and it's not really something that I, that I think about. Uh, technically, I guess you could say, because I'm not married, that I'm still a bachelor or, or whatever, but I certainly... Don't feel that way and haven't felt that way. Brie hasn't given you a whole pass for tonight. <laughs> no, no, I don't think we even uh, go into those sorts of discussions, really. <laughs> you don't bring them up. I was like, uh, so you're busy tonight, Brie. Um, you know, no. I'd be better off uh, digging my own grave, I think. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. It has been the... Uh, what time is it? The uh, 10 p.m. show. I'm having a shot. Are you having... Over you had already had yours. Uh, so, sorry, man. I've already drunk mine. <laughs> Trin's already had his Norris. That's fine. I'm going to have one now. I might have two. We've got to step it up. It's 10 p.m. I'll see you at 10.30. Ciao. Hey, guys. We've made it to 10.30 p.m. This is James. N-Y-E-N control. Hashtag James's New Year's Eve. Um... I am here. I'm spilling my shot. I better have it right now before I spill any more. I'm now joined by Bryony. Bryony. It's Bryony. Bryony. I think I've still been. Con- I won't even remember this tomorrow, and I'll still get it confused next time. I'll be like, "You ever notice that I just never say your name out loud?" Yeah. Why? You've known me for so long. You've known me for a long time. James. I know how to say your name. Yeah, but mine's one syllable. Two syllables isn't that much harder. I know, but um, I just overthink it. I'm like, is it bringing, 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 blah, 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 blah. I've already forgotten what is it. What is it? Bryony. Okay. Can I ask you, this is all about being in control on New Year's Eve. Am I still in control? I think you're in control, yeah. Even the whole Bryony, Bryony thing. 
Yeah, you're becoming more talkative. So whether you're in control of your own secrets and information, I'm not sure. But for now, you're maintaining composure. Um, okay, Bryony, what was your highlight of 2013? Uh, probably, probably driving around Italy and France. That was pretty amazing. And you lived in Scotland for a bit? Yes, I lived in Scotland for a bit. But actually also coming home. Uh, that was really nice in April this year, coming home after being away for nine months. I did miss home. Uh, but you're, you've been back in Perth for six months, but you're moving again in three months or so. How are you feeling about that? I'm, I'm pretty excited, actually. I kind of feel like change is in the air. I think 2014 is a year definitely for change. And you're moving, uh, for context, you're moving to the country from the city. We are. We're moving to good old Manjimup. Have you ever lived in the country before? I have not. I don't know how I'm going to go, but I think for a city person, I quite like trees and chickens and making my own jam, so I think I'm going to be all right. Uh, you, I assume you'll have the internet. Do you think you'll become hooked on the internet or you just embrace the open air? I, I think I'll embrace the open air because I hear that the internet's pretty crap down there. So I'm not imagining I'm not going to be able to do much apart from download heaps of stuff at my parents' house whenever I'm in Perth. Favourite piece of artwork from 2013? That I've made or that I've seen? Seen or heard or eaten? I think it was probably everything I saw in the Louvre. Is that a cop-out? In Paris, everything. So it's old stuff. Yeah, I quite dug the old stuff. Um, I, you know, I've, in other years, I would say the new stuff, but this year I was digging the old stuff. Nothing uh, that was created uh, or at least released in 2013 that took your eye? I think I'd have to think about that a bit more. It's a bit late for that question. Oh, sorry. No favourite movie, no mu- favourite music, no favourite painting, no favourite theatre production? Oh, well, actually... Uh, Tim, who is one of the guys who organised tonight's New Year's party, had an awesome Perth production called Bruce. Uh, he is known for his theatre productions. Uh, he did one that was won some Edinburgh f- festival thing uh, called Avon and Sputnik that was very popular. But this new one, Bruce, uh, was really good. I really enjoyed it. I heard Tim is like the new James. Do you remember James from Rockus Effort? I think he's better, actually. Wow. Have you ever heard from James since Rockers He has made an appearance now and then. He was also, I think, on that show, like, Come Dine With Me Australia. <laughs> Related at all to production? Yes, he did. He did. Uh, he did a big theatre set up and then served dinner to his guests. What channel was this on? I don't even remember. I think it might have been, like, a lifestyle channel. Oh, wow. i got to look this up at some point. Well, thanks for joining me. This has been the 10.37 or 10.30 p.m. show. We'll be back at 11. Uh, Say goodbye to Brony. Goodbye. Hello. It's 11 p.m., one hour till midnight. This is James's NYE, NYE, N control, hashtag. I'm going to have my shot. I spilled most of it, but I'm joined by uh, our previous guest, Brony's sister uh for context uh courtney how are you doing courtney 
awesome. Always awesome. Yes. Um, Courtney, highlight of 2013. <laughs> what? Highlights. Oh, gosh. Trips to Indonesia. I, I made three trips to Indonesia uh, in the past six months. Ubud, always. Um, just love it there. Have a real connection to that land. Yeah. I don't know what you would make of it, but your sister showed me a picture of you naked under a waterfall in Indonesia. This is true. I was bathing at the top of a waterfall. They had this little basin. Um, and I just, yeah, it was impulse. I just got my gear off and just kind of bathed in that little bath on top of the waterfall. D- over the like waterfall and yeah, could see people washing below and I was just, yeah, bathing there. Does it concern you that your sister's showing this around? Um, not really because I already posted a photo of it on Facebook. So, I mean, the whole world's probably got access to it. So, Lovely. Obviously, a uh, free-ranging spirit. What? A free-ranging spirit. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah. Bit of a gypsy, nomad, free spirit, yes. I went to Indonesia the first time in my life this year, um, which is probably one of my highlights for probably completely different really, different reasons. I was only there for like two hours, and it was a very big culture shock because I caught the ferry to Indonesia from Singapore, which is kind of like going from to Perth to Rottnest, uh, and you went from the ultra first world to the ultra third world. No, uh, yeah, I could imagine that would be a bit of a shock. I've been to both places, and Singapore is... Yeah, very clean and orderly, and Indonesia is not so. <laughs> what was your favourite art that you experienced in 2013? Like a movie, music, theatre, painting, TV? Is music included? Music? Um, there's one of my friends. He is actually originally from Perth, um, grew up in Perth. But he now lives in Ubud and he's lived there for, yeah, about six years. He's a musician and um, I attended one of his gigs in Ubud and it was just magical. His incredible, um, the messages that he sends out through his music is just beautiful. Yeah, that's probably probably the highlight. Uh, is this, have you been through a lot of changes this year? Uh, not really. I think I had a lot of changes last year. Um, this year, I think the only real massive thing was getting dengue fever <laughs> while I was in Indonesia. That was pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, not, not any massive changes. I suppose getting dengue fever was a blessing in disguise because it kind of made me look at other sort of paths on my healing journey already but yeah I uh I ran in the other day I ran into your brother or brother-in-law Anton I don't know how what you're brother stepbrother what did I say brother-in-law no No. stepbrother (laughs) um (laughs) yeah yeah. Harry uh, is your brother-in-law who refuses to come on tonight by the way so there's no context for that um, he, he seems to be making big changes. He wants to move from uh, rapping to writing. Um, do you guys, are you close with him? Do you talk about these things? Yes, yes, I'm very close to him. We, um, we have known each other for, since 
probably since we were 12, so that's maybe 15 years. Our high schools were pretty much brother-sister sort of high schools, so always went to the same parties and everything. I love that boy to bits. Um, he's got- I, I, wasn't, I wasn't doubting. Obviously, he's your stepbrother, so <laughs> I assume you're very close. I'm just talking about uh, now that you're getting older, you still talk about these guys. Yeah, we do. He is... Um, he did music production, but now he's moving into writing. He's trying to do some screen writing, film writing. Yeah, he's pretty interested in that. Um, so, what do you have any? Uh, before we sign off, do you have any? Uh, what's? Do you have a number one goal that you can publicly share for 2014? Ooh. Um, I'm saying this with a very husky voice. I'm losing my voice. I have the Banana Republic podcast. Banana. Yeah, I think Banana Republic is probably my biggest sort of, I don't know, goals or whatever for the New Year's. Um, Banana Republic, for context, is uh, Courtney's uh, brand for raw vegan food. Yes. Is that right? Raw vegan food. Um, I stock a few cafes in Perth with my raw vegan cheesecakes. And I've got a, uh, yeah, a long list of ideas of where I want to go with it. But at the moment, um, just settling down for a little bit and saving some money. Just kind of telling my gypsy soul to hang tight for a bit. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my goal for the new year, to just focus on career and my business and stuff. Awesome. Well, it was cool to catch up with you, uh, uh, Courtney. We've got to sign off because we've got to go another, do, do another podcast in 25 minutes. Do you have anything you want to plug, Courtney? Hashtag Banana Raw Public if you're into your raw vegan stuff or... It's banana Raw Public. Banana Raw, R-A-W-P-U-B-L-I-C. Awesome. Uh, well, see you next year, Courtney. Thank you. I'll see you next year too. Bye. It's 11.30pm already. Um, I better have a shot. This is uh, New Year's Eve. In control, this is James. This time I'm joined by Todd, who I've only just met tonight. But I'm excited because you're the first new person I met tonight. Uh, Todd, how are you? I'm good, man. Uh, how's your night? Uh, it's, it's okay, you know. I put these chairs down. And people have come around me, and it's 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 worked out for me. Um, Todd, what has been your highlight of 2013? Ooh, um, I don't think it's been a particular, like an exact event, but for me, I think 2013's been just a, a year of change. Um, it's been a good year of just laying down some solid foundations for, for 2014 um, with work opportunities and just meeting amazing new people and... Um, bit of travel and stuff so yeah i think uh i I think there's been some pretty solid foundation set for the next year which is pretty awesome uh do you have is it is there one sort of uh goal that you would openly promote as something you want to achieve in 2014 Ooh, um i'd probably say it'd be a um a, a, a more of a, a health-related and travel-related kind of goal. Um, some big changes for 2013 was um, committing to a raw vegan lifestyle and uh, sort of um, getting more involved in community-based stuff uh, to do with that. And so I'm pretty excited about um, 
2014, doing a bit of travel, um, doing a bit of uh, foraging around the world and, and not, not just meeting people and seeing places, but like experiencing like, you know, the kind of produce that they have and, and other things that I can kind of tie in with my lifestyle um, that I think will be really cool to sort of take in for myself, but also like the chance to learn and educate others about. So yeah, a bit, bit, bit of travel mixed in with some healthy adventures, I think. I should give some context. Obviously, we're recording this in Perth, West Australia. Are you from Perth? Not born here, actually. Um, I'm a UK, UK-born guy, but I uh, grew up here like since I was you know, three years old sort of thing. So pretty much, uh, I'd say I'm an Aussie kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard apparently one of every three people in Perth were born in England or something. Yeah, especially in some of the northern suburbs. You're probably looking at more like one in one. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, so, uh, what was your favourite piece of art you consumed in 2013? I consumed? Well, um, well, I made some pretty nice food, but I don't think you're referring to that. Oh, no, food's fine, if as long as it's prepared by someone who is passionate about that. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Um, no, I think... I would say, oh, I think it would just have to be some of the music that I was exposed to during the year. Um, my music taste has always been pretty varied, you know, anything that's good for its genre I'm keen to listen to. Um, but just came across some really cool new tunes, just real down-to-earth sort of acoustic music, folk music, um, and stuff that tells a really good story and a journey that kind of rang true with me, which was uh, which is really good. So I reckon... Yeah, there's a few songs and things that I've listened to over the months that I still love. If you could pick one track that you could make your way home to tonight. Oh, man, that's a tough question. It's way too early in the night for those guys. You don't have that tune that's like, yeah, this is my... Say goodbye to my theme of 2013 and hello 2014. Uh, If I had to narrow it down, I would probably probably go for something along the lines of a, a flume slash hermitude kind of tune something that's got a bit of um bit of journey to it bit of a good vibe but i've been loving a lot of um medicine for the people and and the kind of tunes that really tell a story about sort of um you know where they're from where they're going and that sort of thing so i know that doesn't narrow it down specifically but there's a couple of examples there at least <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for coming along, Todd. It was good to meet you. Uh, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, oh, look, I, I just want to say to anyone listening that uh, just wake up every day with a smile on your face, have the best 2014 ever, and uh, keep listening to this podcast because it's awesome. I'll see you in 2014, guys. I'll see you soon. Ciao. Thanks, Todd, for being on. Happy New Year's, my man. Bye. Just tonight, New Year's Eve. Uh, this is James. Um, New Year's Eve, 2013 slash 14. Podcasting. Podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> roll your fucking shit. Woo! <laughs> Who are you, sir? Uh, I'm not as drunk as I sounded. My name is Shane McMullen, and I'm a, and I'm a legitimate member of society. 
Shame and Marlon knows what a podcast is. I'm impressed. In the in the chair, the official podcast chair is Jess, who's never heard of a podcast in her life. Oh, I've heard of podcasts. I've just never listened to one, which is terrible because I'm sure I'd really love them. Oh, that's that's too bad. How do you hear about podcasts but never listen to one? Uh, well, you know, people talk about them. I know the content of a lot of cool podcasts. Like, I've got friends that read stuff like uh, The Moth, you know, like that storytelling podcast, and like then they just retell me the story, so I feel like I hear about what's on it anyway. That's, that's pretty impressive that you've heard of The Moth, yet you've never actually listened, actually to, listened it. to it. Yeah. I guess I get most of my information from reading stuff. Like, most of the information I get would be from reading articles. Uh, that's fair enough. Um, what is your highlight from 2013, personal highlight? My personal highlight? Oh, I got my master's this year. And that was my, that was my main like, New Year's resolution from um, 2012, going into 2013. I had two main resolutions, and one of them was to quit smoking, and the other one was to get my master's, and I did both of those. And it's like the first year, I think, ever that I've done my New Year's resolution. So I'm really proud of myself. So no more smoking? No more smoking. You smell really nice. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite piece of art to come from 2013, whether it be a movie, music, theatre, painting, whatever is creative? Oh, that's really hard. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that. There was, like, so much good art that came out this year. I saw, um, I think, like, my favourite piece of theatre I saw, I saw a really amazing... Um, it, like reinterpretation of Angels of America at Belvoir Theatre and I saw both uh, it's a really long play and I saw both sections of it in one day and I thought that was really amazing and so they sold it as separate segments yeah yeah because it's like uh, it's like seven hours long or something so most places will do part one and part two it's actually written in two parts and you can you know go and see them separately but um, or on different days because you know seven hours of theatre in one day is pretty full on but I kind of like going hard so I, I saw both. It was great. It was really moving. Uh, if you're not going hard at these things, do, do are you into theatre and creating theatre? Yeah, yeah. I used to make theatre. I ran a theatre company in Perth for ages. Um, I was a writer-director. And, um, yeah, and then I decided to try screenwriting, so that's why I moved to Sydney. Um, and I, I, I'm a screenwriter now. Me too. Oh, really? What do you write? What kind of stuff do you write? Uh, romantic comedies, Benley. Oh, so different. I love watching romantic comedies, but I'm no good at writing them. Actually, I'm no good at writing anything to do with comedies, but um, I, I like thriller movies and horror movies and action films um, and crime dramas. And with TV, I most, like, mostly write crime drama. Yeah. My ultimate aim is to be uh, romantic sci-fi, but there's not much of a market for that, so I'm... Um, um, there's actually a girl in my master's year that was into romance um, and fantasy, and she writes, and, and kind of like horror fantasies, and um, and sometimes they have sci-fi elements as well. And there's not much of a market for that, but she's so good at it. Like, I don't know, if you write a good one, I think they can be pretty amazing. My uh, commercial projects are romantic comedies. My passion projects are romance sci-fi. I really love sci-fi. I've never really tried writing much fantasy or sci-fi because I'm not very good at world building. I think you have to be really good at like imagining and building, uh, you know, a world other than the one we live in. I'm much better at uh, kind of like finding nuances and familiar things in uh, like everyday life and kind of making them interesting or magical. I love that you say world building. It's refreshing to hear because I, I mean I'm not necessarily good at world building, but that's my passion is creating a world over 
plot. Yeah, I'm, I really admire that, people that are able to build worlds. Like, I used to love reading fantasy when I was a kid. That was probably my favourite sort of genre to read, fantasy and sci-fi when I was a kid, because I just think it's magical that people can have those worlds inside their mind. Like, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have one goal in 2014 that you can publicly talk about that you're super keen to aspire to? Yeah, I probably have two. Um, my main one is for pretty much my whole life I've wanted to go to New York. It's like a really big goal for me. I've never been to America at all, but especially New York, I just like, I already, it's so, so strange. It's like you feeling homesick for a place that you've never been to. Um, and like, yeah, my goal is to get there this year. Um, and I've been sort of planning to do that for years and years and it's just never happened. So I want to get there. And uh, my other goal is I want to I want to write um, another play because I've been writing um, film and TV for two years. So um, I want to I want to write a, a new a new play, a brand new play. Awesome. Is uh, before we go, is there anything you want to plug on the web? Do you have a Twitter or a website? Uh, yeah, I've got a Twitter account. Um, it's Jess with one S, Jess Craig Piper. Um, yeah, that's my my Twitter. Mostly, if you don't like politics and film talk, then don't follow me. <laughs> lots of politics, lots of film talk. <laughs> awesome. Well, Jess has been my uh, 12.30am uh, guest on my New Year's Eve project. Uh, do you want a shot of vodka? I'm having a shot. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. That's so fun. Thanks for interviewing me. Do we get to hear it? Where do we hear it? Yeah. Well, it's on my Twitter account. So you can just... I'm going to follow you on Twitter right now before I forget. You want a vodka shot? Yeah, love one. Uh, me and Jess are having a shot of vodka. Any last wishes for 2014? Um, yeah, just for everyone to be happy and live life and follow their dreams. Yeah. Awesome. Let's go. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Jess, for being part of the project. Thank you. Thank you so much for interviewing me. Hi. We are... We are 1am, James is NYE, NYE in control, this is James, hashtag, I'm joined by... Karen. Hi Karen, how are you? Very well, thank you. You have... Uh, yeah, sorry, we're, we're recording this a second time. Karen has beautiful hair. Confirmed. I have what? Beautiful hair. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, I've given you a shot of vodka, let's do a shot... <laughs> Is there a sound effect for her shot? <laughs> Spilt most of it on myself. So did I, it's fine. Now, Karen, I've given you some warning now. What was your highlight of 2013? Catching up with my friends in Amsterdam. That was the highlight. Are you from Amsterdam? No, and neither are my friends, but they live there because it's a fucking awesome place to live. I'm like, well, what did you do in Amsterdam? Um, whole bunch of class A's and a lot of mischief. Awesome. Uh, how, how come all your friends... Are you from Perth? Yes. How come all your friends are in Napsam? Because it's a fucking awesome place to live. I'm moving there next year. On exchange? Oh, this year. This year, 2014... Obviously, the highlight that I was going to about to ask you, the highlight of this year might be moving to Amsterdam. It will be moving to Amsterdam, yes. What was your favourite piece of art from 2013? My Whether it be movies, music, theatre, painting, ballet... Fuck. Uh, um, let's keep it in the family. What about Bruce? That was pretty fucking awesome. Bruce? Yeah. So you're a friend of Tim. I know Tim. 
Right, were you involved in Tim's productions in the past? No, I just no. I just ushered Bruce, Bruce a couple of times. That's about it. That's how you go invited to this party? Uh, no, I I know most of these people through my sister. Who's your sister? Lou, she's a stage manager. She stage managed trampoline for Shane. How does she know Bonnie? She doesn't, I do. You know Bonnie, everyone knows Bonnie. Everyone knows Bonnie. How do you know Bonnie? I did sign language classes with her, but she won't remember. No, sign language is Bonnie, Bonnie. Trin, can you believe this? Is Trin's here listening to this? Uh, I believe that. I think Bonnie's pretty much up for anything. Everyone knows Bonnie. Yeah, so so Bonnie did the sign language classes because did you see her show about her family? She had that signed. So she did the lessons, yeah. I'm, I'm totally for being signed. I went to a sign language school. Didn't learn it, unfortunately, because budget restrictions um, by the government. But um, so you know sign language by choice or by you did it in school? By choice. Why? Uh, um, oh, fuck. A, a few reasons. Um, my younger sister is disabled, and so when we were teaching her to talk, we used to sign to her. And I just think it's kind of cool to know. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it is cool. I'll be showing you it. Like I said, I... I teach you some, but I don't think it's going to be very good on a recording. I, I chose it as a, my uh, option in years 8 to 10, but it got cancelled by government funding. So. No, that's terrible. I, I've always thought it would be sexy to be like, hey, baby... This is something sexy. The best thing that I learned about sign language is that you can eavesdrop on other, like, people who are signing and they don't know because you, no matter how far away from them you're standing, you can fucking see what they're saying. It's pretty cool. What's the weirdest thing you've heard from a distance? Oh, I can't remember. This is another thing about me. I have a terrible memory. Terrible. Uh, well, thanks for joining us on the podcast. It's really awesome that you've hung out. Just just happened to sit down in the seat. Trin's been excited by this. I could see his expression. I'm getting sweaty from the dancing, and you guys are sitting out in the nice, cool air. What's your favourite kind of dance? My favourite kind of dance? Moonwalk? Uh, Macarena? No. Someone, someone insulted me this evening. So they came up to me and said... I don't want to insult you, but... And then insulted me. They said I look like Miley Cyrus. I don't know who, who she looks like. I do like your black and white theme. <laughs> you have white hair, black top, black and white shorts. Well, someone else told me that I look like I've come from the Willy Wonka factory, so I'm assuming that these shorts would taste like licorice. I think you need more purple. Yeah, true. Not to offend you if you want to be part of the... I didn't hear what you said just there. I don't want to offend you if you want to be part of the... The Willy Wonka uh, crowd? Yeah, well... Anyway, I better go. Thanks for joining us. I'll talk to you on the other side of this. Do you want to prop anything? Do you have a Twitter account or a website? Uh, yeah, I have a, I have a Twitter at Meliara Alice. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back. In another half hour, I guess. If you don't. Hello, it's uh, 2 a.m. I'm recording our 2 a.m. shot. I've got Liam here. He's taking the first shot. Liam, go ahead. Uh, yes, this is Liam here. I'm about to shoot a vodka shot that James Pontifex, who used to live on Galway Street, the street I grew up on and the street that he grew up on, 
is about to give me, but I would like him to be shooting something too. Over to you, James. Together. Here we go. Oh, what? James has half a shot. A bit of a pussy, but that's all right. Yeah, well, there's some dregs in there. She is James. He's got another bottle, apparently. Is that true? That makes me very happy. Holy actual shit. I feel that I have just drunk a permanent marker. I'm sitting with James Pontifex. He has some sort of spew guard on his shirt. What is that, James? It's my Hawaiian doctor's outfit. Hawaiian dockers? Doctors. We're at a Hawaiian hospital party. Doctors, yes. Oh, Actually, that makes sense to me because I thought we were saying dockers, and I'm like, well, there's no purple, there's no green, but you are wearing, you are wearing a massive Hawaiian shirt with a spew guard, and your beard is very impressive, I have to say. Thank you, Liam, for your recommendations about my beard. I didn't recommend anything, I just said it looks fucking cool, amazing. So, Liam, I want to ask you, what was the highlight of 2013? I um, came back to Perth in January. I was living in Sydney last year, and um, I was really like, oh, shit, what the shit am I doing with my life? And it was great, though, because I learned a lot of things about myself, but then I came back here, and um, I got a lot of work in the industry that I want to work in, and um, in areas of that industry that I never thought that I'd get to work in, um, so pretty happy about that. Um, this year, I'm v- I've had a really amazing year. I've got to actually work mainly full time in that industry. I didn't have to work in a fucking cafe. Except, guess what I'm doing right now? Working in a fucking cafe. But um, for six months of the year, I didn't have to do that because I was doing a few projects. And 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 the stigma in Perth is you can't do that, but you can. Because definitely I can see it changing from when I was young. And I'm, I'm sure from when you were young as well, James. Like, things are changing. The birth industry is definitely changing in front of our eyes. Because um, definitely, like, I would never be staying here. Like, it, it's the first time in my life that I'm, I would think I will stay in Perth and have a career. I'm definitely moving, but because of the two sound stages that are going to be built out of the unis um, which will open us up to the world and especially because of our location that is awesome I think it's going to give an opportunity for local actors to meet uh, international actors and local crew to meet international crew and build relationships I think that's awesome I just think that once that happens everything's going to change. The Perth stigma is not going to be there anymore because it's so bullshit. And I've grown up with the Perth stigma, and so has James. You know, it's like, oh, wow, you do a film that's actually going places, but no one knows a shit of a fucking thing about it. It's going to happen. It's going to change. Anyway, I'm going to pass you back on to James. Uh, Liam, I was going to ask you, uh, do you know Emilia Jaloska? I do. I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name, but... Yolokoska, I think. Yolokoska. You guys good friends? Uh, yes. Uh, what's... How's she? I haven't spoken to her in a while. 
Amelia um, was production manager on Gavin Tanner, a series that I did this year. I never met her before, and I I hope to work with her again because, first of all, she does her job so well. We always know what's happening. Second of all, absolute babe and a half. I think she's gorgeous. She's amazing. She can pull a crew together. She can also be really helpful on the eyeballs. But, yeah, she's a great friend of mine. Everything else aside, she's a great friend of mine. I love her. Can I tell you a secret about Amelia that uh, even she doesn't know? Um, you may. The day my grandmother died, uh, she didn't know that she died, but she invited me over to her house to watch a movie and just hang out. And so I got to go over to her house and escape the insanity of my family trying to organise the funeral and it was one of the best thing, best things that's ever happened to me and she doesn't even know that she did that for me. Hang on, first of all, before I answer this, what do you mean she doesn't know what happened to you? As in, she, I didn't tell her why I accepted her invitation to go over to her house. She didn't know your grandma died? No. I just went over and she just put on a movie for me at her house. And we watched it together uh, just because we were friends. And it meant a lot to me. I never, I've never told her that that was the day my grandmother died. So the day your grandmother died, so was this after the funeral? Uh, no, this is before the funeral. But, but when did you go to Amelia's house? Uh, the, the day, well, basically after she died... You know, there was this big... Everyone from all around Australia that was related to her flew Wayne, And there was this day before the funeral where it was just chaos. And um, I didn't... I didn't have any... I just didn't feel like I belonged at the house because everyone else who had a say on the funeral wanted their say. And I didn't... You know, I had already... I was organising the music and I'd organised the music and then I was done. But you're the eldest... Yeah, 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 but I'm not the girl. The girls love to organise these things. So, um, and I was just stuck in this household. And coincidentally, for just out of the blue, Amelia's like, do you want to come over and watch a movie? And I went over to her house and hang out in the movie while all the organisers, after I'd, I'd already organised my bit where I'd organised the music. After that was done, I went over to her house and watched a movie with her I remember it was the one where those little kids did a Rambo movie. They remade Rambo in the forest. It was like a British movie with kids that remade Rambo. Not Moonrise Kingdom. No, it was before then. It's about these little kids in England who remade the Rambo films with Stallone. You know, who was in it? Stallone wasn't in it. They just remade it. They tried to remake the films themselves with their own little cameras. It was just a random coincidence that I, it's one particular night, she's like, hey, do you want to come here and watch your film? Because she was bored. It just happened to be the perfect night where I needed to be out of my house because my grandmother just died. It was like an angel came and saved me. You know? Yeah. I have to say about Amelia, she is a fucking angel. She saves situations. James would know that. Yeah. I totally agree. Because I remember, um, I mean... My friends and I call her Bernie Mac. 
Because Bernie Mac's dead and he's an angel. <laughs> well, it was awesome to hear your insight on Amelia, who's one of those creatures from my life that I hold dear. But it was awesome to have Liam on. Thank you. Uh, what is your one... Uh, what are you looking forward to in 2014 the most? I hope the world doesn't implode. That would be a really good thing. Another thing I'd love is free alcohol to the poor. Thank you, James Pontifex. No worries. Thank you, Liam. A free alcohol to the poor would be amazing. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. It's 2.30am. And I finally have the one person of all the people I've met tonight that I've wanted to interview more than anyone else. As in, there's Nelson Mandela and then there's Ariel. Because I personally did not believe her real name is Ariel. I've been asking three or four, maybe five or six people tonight, is her real name Ariel or is that her Hawaiian hospital name? Here she is. Ariel, is that your real name? It is. My parents were watching an SBS soap opera before I was born and there was a French really bad soap opera on and uh, the name of the actress in it was Ariel and they liked the name. It's Ariel Dombasley, you can look it up. She exists. She's an actress in, in you know, little bunny ears. Uh, she's uh, a French actress and I was named after her. That is quite amazing because, you know, when I said... What I, when I ask people what's her name why is she called Ariel is that her real name they're like it's because of a French actress in a soap opera so people will know this everyone except me seems to know this well because people are always curious about where it comes I from I have some vodka in my thing I'm handing out vodka to Liam thank you James this is Ariel we, we know each other We've only boned about eight to ten times. So. <laughs> I've, I've heard. You're good. I wish I knew Ariel as well. Do you want a shot, Ariel? Do you want a shot, Karen? Alice? I can't deal with when they're like a bit retarded. You need um, get them out. Get them out. Okay. Sound, sound advice from uh, intoxicated Liam. Uh, me and Liam grew up... T- together. Did you? Did you? On Galway Street, the street over. Ah, so you guys only have a stumbling distance home. Uh, where are you from? How? I am from Adelaide. Originally. Uh, is it true that you're head honcho here? Um, I'm not head honcho. I am part of a committee who organised the evening and built huts and volcanoes to make a night as successful as possible for everyone. So how long have you been in Adelaide to get to this position? Um, I grew up in Adelaide until I was 17 and then I moved to Perth and I've been here ever since with occasional visits back to Adelaide to see my family. You have very nice hair. Thank you. I washed it tonight. Maybe that is why. I can tell. Uh, that's a very random interlude. I didn't mean to bring that up. That's awkward. Um, what we, what, what questions should we... Question. If you could live anywhere in the world, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you want to live? 
right at the moment, I'm thinking of moving to Jamestown. Uh, it's on the island where Napoleon was banished. Is it St. Helena? I always forget the name of the island. It's a famous island. That it's like, I, well, I don't know. I wanna, that's why I want to go there, to find out. What, what draws you to the island? I want to write a movie set on the island. That's a cool reason to move there. That's my... I want to be a writer. You should just go there and, and write the movie. That's my advice. Awesome. That, well, this is my aim, is they're building a runway that... And normally you can only get by a boat, but they're building a runway that's going to be finished in 2016. So I want to get there before they build the runway and their whole culture changes. That is a great idea because once the runway is built, Tourist Central. How did you get involved in this committee for the party tonight? Um, we hosted many New Year's at our old house, which was on Angove Street in North Perth. And we, we hosted New Year's about five years in a row and our parties became quite famous. We would always have themes and costumes and great decorations um, and great dancing. And um, then our, we had to move out of our house because it was getting knocked down and it's now gone. It's been obliterated um, and they're building horrible units on our old house and um, everyone was sad that we couldn't do New Year's anymore because our new house doesn't have as good a backyard and this year Bryony and Harry who have this house um, said to us please can you organise a New Year's Eve party and use our backyard to host it. That's amazing. Now I was told that we should be friends because you do acting I do. I'm an actor and I make theatre shows and tour them around and various other things. It's pretty fun. I have a good time. Do you do film acting? I do. I have been known to do film acting. Um, I love film acting. I really enjoy it and I wish I could do it a little bit more, but um, at the moment I'm touring a lot, so that stops me. We should work on a film together. Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's high five. I really like your hair and this thing that you have in your... Flowers. I like the flowers. It's actually a lei, a Hawaiian lei that I made into a headpiece. Karen's looking a bit left out, but I like her hair as well. I saw a picture of Ariel in the city. It was really big. <laughs> awesome. They're a giant... My giant head is in the... Sorry, can I ask you a last... What's your last acting name? Uh, my my real last name? What do you go by on Facebook? Ariel. Ariel Gray. I totally know you. Do you? I think I even like your name on Facebook. I've you previously. I've stalked you. Pre- yeah. Yes. <laughs> More high fives. With a zoom lens. <laughs> yeah, you have. I'm giving a lot of high fives. Can I ask who your friend is on the floor? This is Libby Kleiss. She is known as Kleiss by me, and she is a wonderful improviser, um, and she's currently making, uh, uh, devising a theatre show for Fringe. That's true. I like Libby's hair. Thank you. I'm giving you a high five. Her arm glows in the dark. Some people are a bit drunk. Do you want some pizza? Because uh, it'll make you feel less drunk. Uh, it's a Thank little you. bit cold, but it's not too bad. No, it's... Uh, Have they I, made the party party came, stuff yet? I don't know what's happening with that. 
Uh, my name is uh, Emmanuel Hartzing. Uh, I am a uh, Nazi sympathiser and I am going to go away from the situation right now because I feel like I'm getting devilized from you. But he does provide pizza. Yeah, so... Well, thank you, Ariel. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, shit, you're actually recording shit. What is that? A microphone. You're being interviewed right now. Oh, well, you could have asked a Just question. so you know, you. there are party pies... And sausage rolls coming as well. I should let you know that I'm not actually a Nazi sympathizer, that I just thought that would be... uh... Are you friends of Ariel? I would say that I know Ariel, but we've never hung out on an independent basis. Uh, That's generally what I count as. Joe is the brother, kind of, of my housemate. Kind of. Um, So, yeah, we've we've crossed paths from time to time, and uh, it's been a good time. That's awesome. Anyway, I guess I can almost go home now. My night is fulfilled. I'm at Ariel Gray. I'm in some kind of fantasy. She's wearing flowers in her hair. Her hair is down. She's wearing glow-in-the... I'm eating pizza. She's eating pizza. She's wearing glow-in-the-dark armbands. She's the host of this party that I got invited to randomly. Who, 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 did, who invited you? Uh... I am uh, childhood friends with Harry, who is married to Bryony. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, someone's already told me that. I, I live over the road. That's pretty cool. Bryony and Harry are lovely. I feel like we're just best friends waiting to happen. Sounds that way. Do you like podcasts? I do. I really like, I really like This American Life because... Um, I like sto- I really like stories. I just love stories. Um, I also really like Radiolab, um, but I don't like it as much because it's less stories and more learning. But I do enjoy learning as well, so those are my two top ones. So if we started the Ariel Gray podcast, do you think that could work? I don't know if I have interesting enough stories to tell on a regular basis. I feel like I'd have to do some crazy stuff so that I could get more stories. Do you think we could work together to find crazy people to be on our crazy podcast? Yeah, I reckon we can find some crazy people to be on our podcast. Fonty Pecks. May I have some more of your vodka? Do you have your shot glass? Do you have a, you have a story that you could pay for the vodka with? You need a story. I think he's already fucking got it. Did you get one? Tell us. I, I know, I've known this man since he was a child. Can you, can you tell us... Um, a story from tonight? Yes. Tell us. Am I, what's my payment, James? Vodka. Vodka. All right, cool. Um, so tonight, I sat down with James because I was like, old friend. Old friend, because James is also the eldest in his family troop. Liam Graham also is. So what... So, Ariel Gray also is, right? Oldest of five. Get out of the... You can't see this, but I'm doing the gaping mouth. It's true. I'll, I'll, I'll testify to that. Five. But three of them are halfies. It doesn't matter. The youngest one is 21 years younger than me. I'm going to be 42 at his 21st birthday. That's going to be embarrassing. Actually, thank you. Hey, that's the same with my family. My, really? Yeah, my brother is 41 this year and my sis- sister is 21. My brother is seven. 
and I'm 28. My brother's children are that age. <laughs> My brother turns 30 in a couple of months and he gave me a present for Christmas which is a game that you feed fake food to dogs and the winner is the person that collects the most poo from the dogs. True story. Our brothers are very similar. My brother runs accounts for a massive American mining company. <laughs> <laughs> and he collects dog poo. I am wearing colossal in my bag tonight. Are you? It's got poo in it. Where is it? Oh my god. Do you want it? Do you want it in your face? Do you want it in your face, Ariel Gray? James does. Do you want that in your face? Yeah. There are many oldest children here tonight. James, myself, Ariel, Libby. Only everyone else will know what we're going through. So, and I've known James because his brother is the same age as me. And I've known James, James, James. Since I was a child, and um, he was always this tall, amazing person. He still is because I never grew. But what a cool guy. He's giving me vodka tonight. I love him. If I had ovaries, I might be releasing an egg right now. Over to you, Ariel. A noble statement. And he, Liam is now being rewarded with a shot of vodka for his story. I'm in love with... Ariel, I don't even know her. Ariel, what's your last thoughts? Tell me. I'm looking forward to the sun coming up for the first time in 2014. Oh God, amazing. As I pick up glasses from the ground and make this garden look like it did before. That's awesome. Everything tonight makes sense now that I've met Ariel. Ariel. Kind of like the character in Disney. She's like... Part of your world. Ah. Hello, it's 3am. I'm having my shot. This is NYE in control. Hashtag, I'm joined by my favourite scepticist. Beautiful beautiful eyebrows. Suze. Welcome. Are you impressed with my interview? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, what was your favourite thing of 2013, Suze? I have to say my most darling sister, Elizabeth Sarah Day, getting married to her one and truly. Genevieve is wonderful but not yet married. That was a question from the floor from Elena Borello. She asked me whether uh, Genevieve was my one and darling but... To be honest, Liz and James, what a delicious couple. If uh, Genevieve's getting desperate, I'm like, I want to marry Day's sister, let her know. I understand that. Uh, Genevieve Day is currently engaged with a, uh, not engaged as in like a proposed engaged, but like engaged like a toilet, uh, to Mr Cameron, and he has a last name that I don't know yet. (laughs) I'm glad he's important. Yeah, he's from Canberra. He's doing, uh, what is the, the science that uh, looks after um, viruses? Biology or something? Yeah, like virology or something. Vi- Virology? Yeah, something like that, like RMIT. He's cool. We like him. We like him. Now, Suze, I'm a big fan of yours, but I also met your gentleman friend on a 
guy cruise of some sort. We saw a lady's sphincter. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I'm better than that lady's sphincter, to be honest. Like, if we were to be comparing ourselves to that woman's uh, want to wax or hate herself, I'm doing much better than she is. I'm great. Did, I, did he tell you about how she slipped on her own moisturiser? No, he did not tell me about how she slipped on her own moisturiser. Do tell. Uh, yeah, she poured some sort of moisturiser all over James's face and then proceeded to slip over it and fall to the ground with a thud. I assume what happened at that point was James looked at said woman and said, Lizzie Sarah Day, she's for me. I think so. He well and truly earned his keep that night. Were you also thinking Elizabeth Sarah Day? She's for me. Or were you thinking she's got two sisters? I was thinking about the two sisters. I figured you and Jimmy here were occupied. Maybe Genevieve will have hope. But instead I was just like, I should just live in my fantasy land because I'll never have a chance. Have you got a girlfriend right now, James? Not a real one. Not a real girlfriend? I'm thinking, do you know what I'm thinking for you? I'm thinking Korean body pillow. I'm totally all about that, except I I have intimacy issues with pillows. Even with pure cotton Korean intimacy pillows? Yeah. I'm messed up. Are you joining the conversation? I am. Did you just say Korean intimacy pillows? I did not say that. I just said that I... That's not my issue. It's the it's the actual quality of the sheets that I'm worried about. Oh, okay, right. How's Josh doing? Josh is good. He's a big fan of Egyptian cotton. Um, that's why he is around and has been around for two years now. My feeling is that James... Jimmy, Jimmy, James Pontifex... Is your problem with good quality Egyptian sheets or with a naked woman? Probably both, but more to do with more to do with the way in which I request the sheets. Okay. Okay, let's work on that. Let's work on that over this podcast. Now, how are you requesting the sheets? Is it too strong? Is it too not? Is it, uh, like, to be honest, I've known you for how many years now? Ten years now? Probably ten years. My feeling is that you're a little aggressive with your request of the sheets. Aggressive? Aggressive. I think it's the opposite. I think women don't like my lack of commitment to decision. They want someone who has a firm decision for what they want. And I don't provide that. I'm too vague. I'm like, sure, you can have the other option. Yeah, that's probably it. How are you feeling about your, like, diet and your, like, exercise routine and your lifestyle right now, James? Terrible, but it's getting better. To be honest, I feel like the minute you get your exercise routine down and the minute you love yourself and you love your body, women will come a-running. I agree to some extent. My concern is about the quality of women who come running. Why the fuck are you giving a shit about the quality of women who are coming and running? Uh, just because bad experience in the past where I've 
where women who've mistaken me for a hot guy have been disappointed in the product at the end. That's bullshit. I think what's happening there, Jimmy, is that you're not being confident enough in yourself and therefore they're seeing the the non-confidence and therefore feeling disappointed because you're disappointed in yourself. Not at all. Like, I, I, it's chicken and egg, you know. You gotta be confident in yourself. You gotta love your body. You gotta know you treat it right, and including your brain and your body. And the minute you do that, women will come a running, and they'll love what they get. I love it. Um... What I'm saying is that, and this is for me and for you and for everyone out there, is the moment you are happy with what's going on with your lifestyle, and lifestyle includes exercise and diet you will attract the woman that is for you and I will attract the man that is for me and everyone will live a fucking great life and that is a life and not so superficial as to think that it has to do anything to do with the, your body. The minute you're, you're happy with yourself and your mind and your body, the minute you become this like beautifully anarchist, wonderful human being that questions everything that's going on local state federal all those levels that which should be happening in 2013 2014 that's amazing so i love hearing it's, it's, it's like a very special treat it's like this the thing that santa leaves for you on christmas to hear what Suze has to say uh I, I feel... I didn't expect to come here to get answers to questions I have, and I think I've got some of them. Some of them right here. Thanks to Suze. No worries at all. I think it's really fucking hard to hear someone tell you you need to, like, be fucking introspective in these things. Thank you, Suze, for being on. This has been the 3 o'clock session of Jimish's New Year's Eve 2014. Let's keep going. Thank you. Hi guys, so it's almost quarter to 4am and obviously at different points I've been either in control or out of control. I mean that's what NYE in control is all about, it's trying to stay in control but it's get boring staying in control so you got to get out of control every now and then. Harry is here, he's freaking out at being interviewed. Harry, how are you going? It's almost 4am in the morning. How's your New Year's Eve gone? Um, it's gone pretty good, James. Um, freaking out a little bit, but nothing to be worried about. Due uh, to just logistics or just life being one year older? Um, just logistics. I'm not too concerned about life. Yeah. Uh, Neighbours complaining, blah, blah. Getting another fine for two fifty dollars. Yeah, hopefully not. We'll um, try and minimise the fines, but yeah, I prefer not to annoy the neighbours too much. I mean, you figure this is the one night that where the you know you, you just got to accept. Well, yeah. I mean, being in a community is about living together with other people and part of. Being alive is, you know, you got to celebrate certain times occasionally. Do you think the cops in this area have better things to do than busting this party where no one's really doing anything but being rowdy? Um, 
I think they probably do have better things to do, but I'd prefer if they didn't have better things to do. Uh, Harry, uh, favourite mo- moment of 2013? It's been a pretty big year. I'd say travelling in Italy. It's pretty fun. Sounds great. Uh, favourite art consumed in 2013? Oh, James, that's a tough question. Art consumed. I've been reading Moby Dick. I still haven't finished it, but it's a pretty great book. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. Pretty good so far? Yeah, it's pretty good so far. I haven't even seen The Whale, and it's pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, hi, um, something that you're looking forward to in 2014 that you can discuss openly. I know you're moving to the country. Yeah, moving to the country. That should be fun. Finishing a PhD that I'm looking forward to. Well, thanks for joining us for the uh, 3am cast of uh, NYE in control. Hashtag James's NYE. Um, it's been great having you, Harry. I uh, hope you have a great night. You've been hosting tonight. It's been amazing. I hope you have a great night too, James. Hello, it's 4am in James World. Um, we're still doing the James New Year's Eve Project. Are you in control on New Year's Eve? I happen to be in control, but uh, apparently in the location that I'm actually from, it is three hours ahead of this current time. The current time here is 4 a.m., but apparently in my current time, it's three hours ahead of that, which actually takes it to 5, 6, 7 a.m. I could get your name and current current time zone so I get we I get a reference uh, my name's Timothy or Tim shorthand or Tim Look, looking back at 2013 right um, what is the thing that you what was your highlight of 2013 you can describe in one of these interviews well like if we're looking at specifics um, I think what my highlight would be um, driving across from Perth to Sydney across the Nullarbor I think that's a really important experience for most Australians to do. As corny and as bogan and as Australian as it sounds, I honestly think it's the most magical thing you can ever do. You pass the beautiful landscapes, you see so much terrain, all the foliage. It's all about foliage, man. Foliage is very important. On the Nullarbor, they call it the place with no trees, so foliage is a luxury. I, yeah. I love seeing a bit of foliage on the Nullarbor. Yeah, no, definitely. Like it's, um, everyone says it's called the, you know, the treeless plain, which is the Nullarbor, but there's still trees on the Nullarbor. That's all bullshit. Um, but there's there's a lot of fun to be had on the Nullarbor. You can you can see how long you can drive straight for with closing your eyes. That's one of the one of the games you can play. Because you're just driving straight, really. You can do it with your eyes closed. I don't know why you need to be skilled. You can do it. You can do it anyway. Really, it's just a straight line. Awesome. Uh, so, what are you in 2014? Do you have a particular goal you're looking forward to? Is there any general thing you want to improve on? I think um, always in the new year. I try not to look at it as a new year. I try to blend it in with the rest of the years and not look at it as, as, as a time thing. 
I think the biggest problem is that everyone wraps up at the end of the year and I get really frustrated by that because I'm ready to go, you know. In December, I feel like I'm just getting started, but everyone's wrapping up. But I don't know why they're wrapping up. Maybe society's telling you to wrap it up or maybe they feel forced to wrap it up through holidays or whatever it may be. But I, um, I feel like I'm the strongest and I want to get the most done in December, January. And that seems to be the most laziest time for the general population. Hello and welcome to the 4.30am podcast of the New Year's of 2014, James's cast. Um, there's only two people that I've been actually excited about podcasting with, um, beyond the people that I normally podcast with regularly. Uh, one is Ariel, the other one is Isabel Johansson, if I'm getting that right. What's it like being uh, Harry's neighbour? It's great. Harry and Bryony are beautiful. Um, they came over for dinner and Harry brought probably about $200 worth of this awesome truffle and we had it in our dinner. And then he brought this Greek honey yogurt and I'm still having it to this day. Oh, wow. You're having it. talking about food right now. We, we are here, what is it, like 4.30am in the morning in Perth time? I can see the sun coming up. Um, the, the sky is getting lighter. <laughs> Um, it's about 4.30 We're in the backyard of Harry Harry's backyard A gentleman friend of yours is uh, Smoking a cigarette On a white What would you describe it? Rug In the backyard Yes He sure is <laughs> It's a great rug <laughs> um, uh, How are you feeling right now? Are you tired? Are you- no not this is normal away for you. This is the start of my night. So where do you go from now on? Start of my day. I don't know. Where will I go? Uh, do we need to get your gentleman friend a kebab after this? No. No, no, because I will make some food. I'll make some delicious... Do you know what I have? I have a, I have a mango. Is that satisfying for a man at this time of night? Satisfying. Listen to him. He's going to be really satisfied. Um, so, uh, how old are you? Can I... Is it might be a weird question. How old do you think I am? 26. Yeah, a bit younger than that. Way younger, like 21? I'm 22. Is, is, is that... Does that make tonight a big night or a slow night? No, a lot, a lot going on tonight. Probably be- better than last year, definitely. In terms of being in this backyard or just in general? Just in general. Yeah. Everything is a lot better. You like Harry's makeshift lifestyle of having a New Year's Eve in his backyard? I do. I, I really enjoy the volcano and he, t- he even turned on the smoke for me. And he's got these amazing tiki lanterns, and he's even got a kissing booth. And the music was okay for about five minutes. So, well, I'm happy. <laughs> without Harry, what attracts you to Leaderville? Uh, it's, it's close to a lot of things. I can ride Including? My bike. I can ride my bike everywhere. Including? It takes me about ten minutes to get to the city. It's yeah. pretty sweet. 
And then I... Job in Leadable? I do have a job in Leadable. Um, and then it only takes me about 20 minutes to get to the beach, which is also pretty sweet. So you walk to Leadable? Yes, I do. Or ride my bike. Sure, surely. Um, bike is only about five minutes. And what are we talking about? That wasn't recorded, was it? I'm drinking some passion pop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you want the passion pop? Oh, so this is a passion I've had, ha- finished the beer. I finished the What's beer. going on here? I finished the beer and I'm pouring the passion pop into the beer bottle. So I'm not such a pauper. What's the difference between drinking straight out of the passion pop bottle? <laughs> so then judging me. Um, Harry, is Harry judging? Harry won't judge me. That is absolutely fine. But you know, you never know. Judge, judge, judge. I, I'm not judging you. These people, if they're judging, who are these people? You don't know. It's just, it's just something to do with I'll the. I'll pa- it for you. The passion bottle. I'll, I'll help you pour it into your bottle. I poured it. You're only allowed the passion bottle if you drink some. Are you gonna drink some? Uh, well, I've, I've got my own vodka. I don't need. I'm just, I'm only here to help you. 200 times more delicious. Do you want me to drink it? If you want some. Uh, um, it was great having you on. Our Lady of Leaderville. N- NYE in control. Hashtag. Love it. Woo, 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 woo. Get it in your spleen. Ah.